0: Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I'm your host for today. Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk these things for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast that has two purposes. Purpose number one, to educate and inform our audience and listeners. Number two, Yiwei, to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. With that, we have a very special guest, Yiwei. Yiwei is, let me read her bio. Influenced by years of living in Los Angeles, Yiwei specializes in operating more than 25 high end furnished rentals in Cincinnati, Ohio, since 2019. She is known for delivering high revenue, high profits for her management clients, properties, in her own properties as a licensed realtor in ohio she specializes in short-term rental purchases in cincinnati in addition to short-term rental management ua also helps other short-term rental owners and manager- managers profitably launch and scale their portfolio so that they can make more money while working less hours UA, i'm excited that you're here welcome to the show
1: yeah thanks jerome i love like everything you've done with this podcast it looks super cool
0: Oh, thank you. Um, So I appreciate that. And I know a little bit about you from like, you know, we did a presentation together. You ha- you hosted me. I see you yeah. on like the cause for the RIA, but I didn't know you did these things specifically. So um, I just read your bio. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your own words, please?
1: Yeah. So I moved to so I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. I moved to Cincinnati when mm-hmm. I came here for work. Uh, I never thought I would move here. So never say never because I'm doing the things I said I would never do. One of them was move to Cincinnati. And then the other thing was doing uh, short-term rentals and helping other people get into short-term rentals. So when I moved here, I wanted to invest in real estate. I did not know what I was going to do. Like I had no idea. The only thing I knew was like, okay, you buy a house and you rent it. Um, but I got started with the Cincinnati Rhea group and I was like, well, I'm just going to try all these different things. So I tried wholesaling and I was like, this is not for me. I cannot talk to sellers. I just don't have that. Whatever it is, is not my skill. Um, and then I was like, well, let me look at like rentals, like traditional rentals. And then I was running the numbers and I was like, you know, like, I really just don't see how all these people are building their wealth through real estate because like you have a 30 year mortgage, the tenant pays the rent, but you're only making like $200 a month. Like when is that ever? Like when are you ever gonna pay this off? You know, like 30 years. Um, So I was like, well, let me just think about it. Um, And I accidentally got started in short term rentals because I bought a house here. I was like, I'm just gonna buy a house for myself. And then I had an apartment that I could not get out of because I had a lease on it. And so I was like, well, let me just try this short term rental thing because, you know, I hear my coworker talking about it. He has his place on Airbnb. So let me try this. And when I first did it, I mean, I did everything wrong. It was so bad. But I was like, you know, this is something like I can do. Like I can do this because it's hospitality. It's like service based. Um, I like talking to the guests. It has like design parts to it. So, and it definitely makes a lot more money than a traditional rental. So I was like, this is what I'm going to learn and figure out what to do. And so after that, that was like in 2019. Um, and then I started at the end of 2019, I was like taking courses on short-term rentals. Um, I bought some so by the beginning of 2020 i had basically five places i had two that i bought just for short-term rentals downtown because that's what i knew you know like you must be downtown to uh for short-term rentals to do well and then i did an arbitrage one that was downtown arbitrage is where you rent a property and you put it on short uh on uh and you do short-term rentals with it so i'm paying long-term rent but i'm doing short-term rentals myself so i did that And then I managed for two people, people who believed in me. So very grateful to have those people who just gave their property to me for me to manage. So I started with five and then um, just over the years now I'm at 26 between what I own and manage. We've done partnerships with different investors who want to be uh, own property. And then we also manage for others who have their own properties. So that's kind of how I got started, learned a lot along the way of the last four years. So now I'm thinking, well, I see a lot of people trying to get into short-term rentals. They don't know where to start, or maybe they bought a place, they furnished it, they list it, and now they're having issues. It's like, why is this not booking? Why am I not getting um, good guests? Like, oh, wow, now like I got damages. Or um there's like so many things that i've learned that i just want to start sharing with people and say like you do not have to reinvent the wheel because that's what i did when i started i was like you do not have to reinvent the wheel like so many people have been doing this it's so much easier now to get started so that you don't have to do everything yourself so that is a summary of how i got here um
0: i, I, I love your personality Oh, i saw you so bright
1: Yeah, you can't tell. I just wrecked my bumper this
0: morning. So So one of the things that you said when you were explaining, like, like not to reinvent the wheel. So I was one of those people. I was like, I'm going to do short term rentals. And like I've been involved in real estate for like seven years.
1: Yeah.
0: Some of this, some of that, some of this, some of that. Mm -hmm. And like you, I'm like, I'm doing wholesaling because at least you make some money there you do like the, uh, and I understand the equity play and building wealth and you own the asset in terms of long-term rentals. But like mm-hmm. you're saying, like I'm a little bit young, so I'm like looking at the cash flow and I'm like, $200 for all of this work doesn't seem yeah. like it's worth it to me. So right. um, I'm mentioning that because that's why I was interested in short-term rentals. Like, I'm like, okay, this makes more sense. I'm a business owner. Like I, I understand investing, but I'm a business owner and I want to just want to make more for my effort. Yeah. You mentioned people have like questions, like what, what do I do? How do I get started? Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of different questions. So I want to hear from you. Um, maybe three, if you could go to five. Like, what are the most common questions that people have? And then I would like to go. I want. I would like you to address those questions and how people. Um, yeah. That so
1: maybe let's say instead of questions. Well, I can. I I do hear a lot of questions, but I also okay. see some beliefs or misconceptions they may have okay all right let's let's yeah let's take it first question i always hear is um you know where should i buy a short-term rental where should i get a short-term rental and there's different parts to that because there are some people who believe that you have to be in a vacation rental market to own a short-term rental for it to do well like i have to be in gatlinburg the smoky mountains the beach Florida, Orlando, uh, you know, Colorado and that, that is true. Like they are great markets, but they are also very competitive in the market. So you're paying a lot higher rates to buy a property, you know, like entry level might be like half a mil at least, you know, now you're probably looking at 700, 800,000 up to a million. There's people buying like million dollar homes in those areas. And so your returns are going to be dependent on like how how much you put in and what revenue that, that property is going to generate. And so I would say is you do not have to be in a vacation rental market to do well as a short-term rental. So those are your traditional vacation rental markets, but then you've got the non-vacation rental markets, what is kind of called like the city, the metro areas. So I'm in Cincinnati. You know, I question like who would come to Cincinnati is not vacation. I personally did never wanted to come here. But um, cities like Kansas City, Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio, like all these like metro markets do actually very well in short term rentals because there's a lot of things drawing people to them. So for example, here in cincinnati i would say i probably get like three groups of guests you have the people that come for leisure travel so that means they're coming for the games they're coming for sports um you know like the soccer games the football games the baseball games and concerts you know like taylor swift was here earlier this month that sold out cincinnati um and then you'll get People who come for like beer festivals, weddings, that kind of stuff, visiting family. And then you get a second group who are more like medical travelers. And that's not just traveling nurses that are coming. It's, it's like families that need to be close to the hospital for their kids somebody might need like a liver transplant, somebody might need knee surgery. So there are different reasons because the medical system in Cincinnati is pretty good that there are a lot of people traveling to this area uh, for medical reasons. Um, And then I would say like a third part is more like your professional business type of travelers, like they're here because their business is here, they have to come here for work for whatever reason, whether that's construction, you know, they're working on UPS assembly lines, or they're working on this construction project, or they're working on, you know, the airport hub for Amazon. Like there are people coming for that. And then there are other people that come for other business, like corporately, they bring them here and they need a place to stay or they're in between houses and they need a place to stay. So it's like that. Those I say are the three different groups and that can apply to any city. So the reasons why people are traveling to those markets are different, but it doesn't mean that they they are bad markets because now instead of buying houses for 800,000, you could be buying houses in great neighborhoods for you know 300,000, let's just say. So for, you know, one property you buy in Gatlinburg, you could buy two in somewhere where it's like a lot less expensive, more city. Um, it's just very different type of travelers. So I would say that's like one big thing I always hear about. Okay. Um, Let's see, the second thing I would say, I see either like misconceptions people have is thinking that they will make more money if they self-manage or if they go with the lower cost property manager. You know, like there's different places that charge like 10%, which is typically um, your long-term management rates. But because short-term rental is a lot more active, the market, you're gonna be in the 20 to 30% range for like what I call market uh, management fees. And so, The belief there is that, hey, if I do the work myself, then I'm saving money. But actually, it's the opposite that's happening is because you're new and you haven't done it yet, like you don't know how to vet guests, you don't have um, connections there with the different cleaners, which you could make, like you can learn all of that stuff but I'm learning that it's a lot easier to pay for that experience because they're the ones who are able to make more money for you. You know, they're there for a while and I'm not saying all property managers are good. There are good ones. And if you can find the good ones, they will be able to make a lot more money for you with you, without you doing any work. You know, you don't have to answer to guests who can't get in the door or can't get the Wi-Fi password or, you know, complaining about different things like you don't have to deal with that. So you have this property manager that's doing a good job for you, they will make more money than what you would make if you uh, manage it yourself, but didn't have to pay a manager anything. So that's like one thing I see is people trying to learn everything themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with learning everything yourself. It's just that um, you're either going to pay with time or you're going to pay for the experience. So, you know, I did everything wrong at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a long journey if I have to keep doing everything myself. So I paid for somebody, um, to help me once I got started for a while. Cause I was like, this is a lot to learn, but along the way, I still learned more on my own. So it's mostly, so I think that's like another thing I see, um, the third thing I would say is like very important with short-term rentals is going to be your location and how well you furnish the place. Like a lot of people want to know like how do I know how much money this short-term rental is going to make? And your two biggest factors are going to be location and how well you design and furnish this place. So location means it is somewhere where families come or guests come like anybody who is not very familiar with the city is going to come and feel like, okay, you know, my kids can play outside or my kids can walk along this neighborhood and I would feel safe that they are there. Um, So the most common complaints or guest complaints that you would get is saying like, Oh, I feel, I don't feel safe here. Like it's kind of like a vague review. Like I don't feel safe here or they'll like, downrate your location, but you won't be able to fix location. Like you can't just pick this house up and put it somewhere else. So like location is very um, It sounds like it's being talked a lot, but it's like really actually important because that's not something you can change. And then the second thing is like how well something gets designed and furnished because a lot of people are getting into short term rentals. And guests who are booking short term rentals are very visual. So you might have like all this great copy on your listing, but if people are not clicking into your listing, they're not reading it. And if your listing is on page five, you know, but everybody is like on page one when they search for it, like you're not going to come up. So I think having great pictures is important, but like having a great design and furniture is also important because not only will it look good in pictures, it will also withstand the guests. So like when I started out, I started out with, you know, very cheap furniture off Wayfair, like my couch was like 400 bucks. (laughs) You know, this bed was like 200 bucks. And I'm all about getting started with the least amount you can. But what I learned is, okay, now I've got to replace the couch in a year. And I'm really saving money. Like I would rather just buy this 1800 couch now and not have to be like, oh, this couch broke. Now I have to scramble to find a couch, put it together, get rid of the old one and do it in between guests. So like, I can't interrupt the guests and be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you can't stay because there's no couch. So it's just like that kind of stuff that I learned over the years. It's like, you just want to do it right from the beginning, design it, make it look good, but also make sure the furniture is sturdy. You don't have to go back in and, you know, re-fix things or re-buy things. Any time that is spent on fixing things is just money you're spending, money and time you're spending when there could be a guest staying in there. Got you. Um, so I would say those are like the main ones. I probably can think of some more if, you know, you want me. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so I had, I was, I told you earlier that I had Norma on. And one of the things that I, um, that I realized is like, hey, we're real estate investors, we're entrepreneurs, but when you get into like the short-term rentals, business changes. And mm-hmm. I like to say that it changes to hospitality. What is your perspective?
1: I think, um, being in business, like ever since I started my own business, I'm like, this is the biggest personal growth force ever because you are not allowed to be like once everything is always changing, you know, like this year it might be 2020 was COVID, but after, you know, now this year, 2023, it's something else. So it's like, things are always changing and you have to be able to adapt and kind of see ahead what could be coming and have like strategies for that. And that's something that very good property managers and very good business people will do is they know like, what is my revenue strategy for this short term rental? It's not just let's put it on Airbnb and see what happens. That's not what that is. It's like knowing, Hey, I have a slow season coming up. You know, winter is slow in Cincinnati. So what are you doing to get that winter filled? Like, what can you do to get that winter filled? Like, and know that ahead of time before, just oh, now we're in January. Like, what do we do? Um, but yeah, I I was just thinking this this morning. Like, this being a business is literally the biggest personal growth thing because right when it you is. know you know, like something changes and you don't know, you yeah. know. Like, That's
0: why I'm in business, because I just like to grow and become better. And sometimes people get it in it for like the money or whatever the end Mm -hmm. result is. But you won't get anywhere if you're not growing. You have to grow. That's part of it. And that's the part that I really enjoy about it. People are like, Jerome, why do you do this? Because I get to grow and become better and I get to serve other people.
1: That's Mm -hmm. I I enjoy that. It's it's kind of emotionally hard too you know it's like yes. we all get in it to make money like we all want to make money but it's like how much are you willing to push yourself outside uh-huh. of things that you're comfortable with uncomfortable with you know do what you're uncomfortable with and I'm just like right when I feel like you know I got this good thing going like something hit you and <laughs> you're like okay yeah. now we gotta figure this out
0: <laughs> absolutely so you mentioned like, so you mentioned like doing it all yourself is like, it's not, and I agree. It's like, it's nothing wrong with that. But I found that you want to, you want to learn stuff, but you also want to have some kind of guidance, some mentor or some mm-hmm. coach. So, yeah. um, the people that are doing it by themselves, just themselves, I find they tend to fail. Um, and they won't get where they need to get to as fast as they can if, because okay. they don't have that guidance. So I want to hear you talk about this because I know you have mentors. I know you like, you know, been with Vena, you got some other people that you, mm-hmm you lean on them for their expertise. So I want to hear you talk about that. And I want you to talk about it in a way where anybody listening and they're brand new, I want you to help them understand that you should seek mentorship. You should seek coaching, even right. if you have to pay for it. So yeah. let's hear your perspective on it.
1: So I would say this is the thing that stays with me. Like this is a belief I have is that to accelerate, to learn anything new you can either pay with time, or you can pay with uh, money. And so time means like you are taking the time to learn it yourself, like you are making the same mistakes, or you're making mistakes to figure it out uh, on doing it, which, you know, has its own virtues, like you have to do things yourself too sometimes. But the other way to accelerate, uh your growth your how fast you want to get somewhere is taking somebody who has been there before who has done it before you and to me i always see it like okay when you're trying to climb mount everest you know you can try and go do that yourself but there are so many people who say you know i'm gonna go take a guide with me somebody who has been there somebody who knows where here are the um, cracks and here are the rocks and here's where you shouldn't go. And here's where you should go. So it's like having somebody guide you on that path. And before I didn't really understand this, I was like, you know, I can do it myself. Like, I think I can do it better. Like <laughs> Why would I not be able to do it better? Even though I'm new at it, like, but the, the thing is like, you will get there. Like, you know, I believe that you can get there. You're just gonna take longer than somebody else. But time is a limited uh, constraint. Like you do not have unlimited time. And money, you can always make more money. So you spend $10,000 on this, but that is making you 100,000 a lot sooner than you would if you made it yourself. Then to me, I'm like, that's a good investment. So that's kind of my, how I see things now. Um, And same thing, like when I think about other like people like Bezos or Bill Gates or uh, Steve Jobs, like they're not doing everything themselves. They're not like, oh, well, I, you know, I need to create a new screen. Like, let me go do it myself. Like, no, they have other people that do it for them or they ask other people for help. So I think this belief that I have to do everything myself. That was something I really had to work on. Like when I started was like, I feel like I need to do everything myself or it's not going to be right. So I'm the only one who can do things right. And it's like, no, that's that's not true. Because I'm just reinventing the wheel. There's other people who have done it before me, especially when it comes to starting in short term rentals, like, that's something a lot of people have done. Um, even like scaling, Cause I have noticed other people who maybe have five or 10 and they want to scale to like 20 or 30. It's like a lot of people have systems in place or there are people who are already there that can help versus you trying to just, you know, kind of get through it.
0: So uh, how long have you been involved with uh, the, the RIA?
1: I started, I think when I first moved here, Okay. I'm more of like, I think this is right. So I'm just going to do it. I just like jump in. Okay. It's not always good, but I just jump in. I'm like, yes, this is what I think I need. The, re- to do.
0: the reason why I ask is because it's like, all right, you're like successful. You got some properties. Why would someone stay involved in like a network or a community? Like what's your perspective?
1: So I think it's always important to just like meet other people who are doing what you're doing. And it's like who you surround yourself with, like, who do you want to become, you kind of want to surround yourself with those people. Um, And then also at the same time, I'm like, okay, now that I have done it for a few years, it's like, well, I see other people who are wanting to do the same thing. And I'm like, I feel like I can help them do the same thing. You know, you don't have to struggle on your own. You have to do everything on your own. It's like, if there's something they need help with, like we can go help them. You know, it's just, I think it's, it's two things, you know, like I want to be around people like that, but I also want, I feel like it's very like a give and take community. Like you, if you need help, we help you. If you need help, you know, like everybody helps each other.
0: Can you tell us about your least favorite deal and then tell us about your favorite deal?
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, My least favorite deal, I would say, is the arbitrage I did. Not to say it didn't make money because I think I cashed for like $800 a month, but it just really taught me about... um, owning property, you know, like I wanted to my whole short term rental business is just built on creating like the best guest experiences for the guests. And that one was not it. (laughs) Uh, Like the location was not good. And obviously, I found it in the winter. So you know, nobody was out in the winter. Um, And then when it was summer, you're like, Oh, wow, like all these people here, there's like, Drugs going on. Somebody got shot in from the building, and the guest was like, I'm leaving. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, that's fine, leave. Uh, but it was like all these things where I was like, okay, this is where I learned location is important. So, no matter how good the inside looks, no matter how renovated the inside looks, it will never work in a bad location. Um, and that was like one of the things I was like, okay, I just did everything wrong there. Um, but that's kind of one, one of the deals where I feel like I learned a lot from, but you know, having, yeah, I was
0: I wanted, this, I wanted to know, like, if you would, would you take it back? Would you go back and like, no, I don't want this deal. Or would you keep it and keep the lessons?
1: I think I would do, I don't think I would do anything differently. Like, I don't think I would say like, oh yeah, that was bad. Let me not do it. Cause I feel like I learned from all of the things I did, Um, I don't think there was anything where like, wow, that just made no money and I'm pouring money into it. Um, I think all the places I've gotten, I've, I feel like they're pretty good or, you know, they're good with some lessons or they'll be good long-term like, yeah. All
0: right. Tell us about your favorite.
1: Oh, I love partnerships. So like I started um i think it was 2021 doing partnerships because i was like when i first started i was buying properties with my w2 income so i used to work for a company and then i ran out of (laughs) my debt to income ratio like my debt i couldn't get any more mortgages so then i was like okay how do i buy more properties or own more property without doing it myself so that goes back to like me trying to do everything myself and so i try to figure out this whole partnership thing and i think i bought three places with partners so far and they've been doing like really well they're my favorite places like i would always do partnerships with people that i feel like we as long as we share the same values like this is what we want uh long term for this property and then like values personally too like I feel like partnerships are really have have been really good for me.
0: Okay, I'm like brand new. You gave some tips. You gave us some st- some things that we shouldn't do in terms of short term rental. I'm brand new. I just heard Jerome Lee, you talking on a podcast. Mm-hmm. What's like the first thing that I should do? Get started or equip myself to best be.
1: If you want to position. do short term rentals now, I know everybody's also talking about midterm rentals, but it's the same thing. If you want to do furnished rentals now in 2023, you should find a place I would recommend close to you. It kind of depends on your goals. If you want to buy a place for yourself to manage and you want to learn how to self manage and you want to learn how to uh, build a short term rental portfolio where you are actively managing, I would recommend you do it somewhere close to you like get started with you uh, in an area that you can drive to you can see how everything works. because you kind of need to experience it before you can hire somebody to help you do it because you can know like whether they're doing it right or wrong or you can train them. So I would say start close to you. Um, if you are able to get financing, If you have a corporate job or you have something, a W-2 that can get financing, I would start with that, like buy a property for yourself that you can live in or buy a duplex, just do something that you can house hack, you know, like you live in one side and rent out the other side, or you buy a fourplex, you live in one unit and you rent out the other units, or you buy a house where you can, you can live in the basement and rent up, rent the upstairs or something to get started. Because that fulfills momentum. And then you can be like, wow, I, I I, like this. And then you can do more. But I would start locally by you in a good location. And good location means I like to do in the Class A neighborhood. So anywhere where people love to be. Because that also helps with appreciation. Um, but somewhere where people like to be. And, and there's a lot of demand for the area. So you're not worried about like oh, am I, you know, is this a location issue or is this a design issue or is this a, so it's so location, furnish it, furnish it as well as you can. Sturdy furniture, good design, stand out in the listings. And I think that'll be a very good start.
0: All right. Um, so you have a niche within short-term rentals. What I like to call. So you're right here, it says Eway specializing in Opera than 25 high end. Mm. So can you talk about that a little bit? Like, why high end? Uh, your stuff looks like, even like your background, I told you earlier, I was like, it looks like really fancy. So you have this brand to you and that I really appreciate. So I want to hear you talk about like that high end luxury.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So I also, you know, learned this just from doing the properties. is like, what I want to create and how I built my business is on getting creating the best guest experiences for guests. Because if they love it, if you build a great product, and that that might come from like my corporate background too, mm-hmm. but I just believe if you build a great product, whether that's hospitality, or short-term rental, and guests love it, they will continue to come back, and that's just an experience that I want to create for everybody that stays in my places. And so it, and that's what kind of separates me from uh, that, that really is a decision-making point for me for any property I buy. Like anything I do to a property is like, what is the guest going to think about this? Um, And the reason I do that is Just personally, I believe in designing a great product and giving that out there as like an art. You know, that's just something I want to create. But also because it is a lot easier because you get better guests. So you're attracting the type of guests who are also going to take care of this house. They're not going to come in and, you know throw things all over the floor, blood on the mattresses, you know, or come in and like move out your entire house. You know, I saw somebody post on Facebook, like like somebody came in and like took all the TV is just like moved everything out. Like you're attracting guests who are also going to take care of the home. So from that standpoint, I also like that and I consider more mine like on the premium side where I'm creating Experiences the guests like because it's comfortable. It reminds me of their home. It's a place that maybe they would live. They would buy if they were here. Um, that's just kind of like the whole premise. That's just what the business is based off of. How
0: how can how can someone get involved in working with you? Like as far as coaching, let's start there. Like so for coaching, then I want to ask you about, you know, mentorship then I want to ask you about like, because you provide services too, right? Like you help people, like you do partnerships. So I want to hear like how people can work with you in each of those. Let's start with the coaching. slash
1: Yeah. So I am actually doing something really new, which I said I was never going to do, you know, cause I was like, I'm not a good teacher. Like I've just always had that limiting belief in me. I don't know why. I just never thought I was a great teacher. But now, I-, I want to
0: interrupt you. When did you realize you were like you could teach?
1: When I see everybody struggling, I was like, wait, I can just, maybe I can just tell them like what works. You can, me. I've
0: seen some, like I've been to some of your folk, like your workshop, like your um sessions. And I'm like, yeah, I like you. I think, yeah, I think it's, okay, um, okay. That's good yeah, to
1: I'm, I'm, you I'm really glad
0: like you're realizing that because you have, and then like this passion, like I get to see it now, like, because we're like one-to-one yeah. that passion you got, that energy is like, it's like excellent.
1: Okay, I great. Cut you off, you so. love yeah, my me. energy and you yeah. want to learn how to start your first rental. I'm trying something I've never done before. Um, I want to do like a very intimate group of 10 people. And I want to take you through my framework, my process in getting a property started as quickly as possible. Um, from the beginning, from the empty, from nothing. You got an empty property i'll teach you exactly how i set it up what furniture to buy um the different levels of pricing too so whatever budget you have there's different levels of pricing um where i buy it from making sure the design is good i'll give you like all the systems to so it's repeatable you can do it again for your next place set it up um Get all your operations set up too, because short term rentals is not just let me furnish it and then it's done. It's like, well, how do you consistently create that experience? Which I think is really important. So, basically, zero to everything, you know, the back end of how I run my business like, how do I keep my inventory? How do I find my cleaners? How do I do anything? to get like right now basically how do i set up a property and get it ready to go so mm-hmm. i will be sharing all of that and we'll do it together because i think it needs to be hands-on so like if you mm-hmm. have a property and you want to learn how to do it we will do it together and it's going to be 10 people so we'll do like you know one uh a, a call a week and we'll just do it for the six weeks and then we'll just. Do a, a beginning where I'll share and then we'll do a Q&A um, and then just go through that and make sure like everybody is good. So I'm excited to see if anybody is interested in this. But if that is what you're looking for, I am trying this out. This is new. I've never done it before. So I'm interested to see, you know, what you guys think. And then also I still manage. I mean, that is still what I like to do. I buy properties. I partner with people to buy properties. Um, I also help you buy your own properties. If you're not from Cincinnati and you want to buy something here, though I will say the market is very hot here. So you might need some time before buying one. Um, And then I will still manage properties here in Cincinnati that, fit into the specific neighborhoods that we figured out what works, what doesn't work. Um, and then uh, I also like help you if you need one-on-one help, like help me speed up, accelerate, scale. Yeah.
0: Thank, thank you. Um, because we have like, when we learn something, fortunately, we got to go show and teach other people
1: Mm-hmm.
0: or it's selfish, right? So you have like talent and skills and you got all that experience. And there are people that could definitely be excited to hear. that.
1: Well, just let me know if that's something you want to do, because I see people who post on Facebook, like even in the RIA groups who are like, I'm struggling. And I'm like, "What? Well, you know, you don't have to struggle by yourself. You can ask for help and there's people that will help you. Um, So if that's something new, if this is new to you and you want to get it right from the beginning and you don't want to go through the struggle where you're like, man, I have to pay. I now have to pay money into this month to pay my mortgage. It's supposed to be an investment. But now I'm like putting money into it. I'm not getting what I need out of it. Then it's, it's, you know, better to do that from the beginning. We'll do it right from the beginning.
0: Thank you. I will uh we'll talk about that like kind of offline. I have a list, send out some stuff to them and get some Sounds good. All right. Let me see. My next question. All right. So weren't when you were like our forum, you had I want you to talk about this. Create a creating above market revenue, which short-term rentals with five-star reviews. So I want you to talk about that. One of one of the things that I really love about anything that I do. Is reviews and feedback. So I want to hear your perspective on that title that you chose for a topic, right? Above market revenue, and then like five star reviews. So can you talk about that?
1: Yeah. So I think this is something that I value. So this is, um, you know, when clients hire us, they want results. And at the same time, I want to give results because, you know, I want to be good at what I'm doing. And so what clients want are the maximum revenue for their property. And there's a lot of variation in property management because of the person, the systems, like everything that goes behind the scenes that make how much um, that can impact that revenue. And so part of it is the location, like what I had mentioned, but a lot of it is on the management part. Like, which is why when you switch management companies, like, you know, your revenue is going to vary because they have their own strategy. They have different things. So for me, it's like I want to make the most revenue on my properties. And I'm sure any investor who does want to make the most revenue on their properties, because that's just more returns for them. And so, um, the way we do that is creating five star reviews. (laughs) And that is something that, um, I have really learned over the years. And this is why I won't like stray from this philosophy. You know, like I get questions from people who say like, you know, how do you get really great guests? How do you get, you know, these guests where the neighbors aren't calling to complain and they're, they're not throwing parties. They're not like, like you're getting that much for your monthly rent, like how can somebody pay, you know, $9,000 for this place? Or how can somebody pay $11,000 for this place? And that all really goes down to my premise, the way I run my business. And that is just being able to create that exceptional product that great experience and being able to consistently deliver it so it's not like one day i come it's like this and the next day i come is something else and that is how we're able to create those five-star reviews where guests say "Wow, i want to stay again so there are guests who say like every time i come like this is a place i want to be and i don't care how much it is this is what i will pay like you know whatever market rate is like they will pay that market rate to stay because it has what they want. And those are the guests I in a way that I'm attracting and that I want to attract I want great guests who will take care of the properties. And so it's it sounds like a secret or sound very simple. But I mean, that's basically what it comes down to is just creating a great product and consistently delivering that experience and meeting the guest expectations or exceeding the guest expectations but that's where is really important to have systems so you can consistently do that
0: Thank you. um this question is selfish for me right mm-hmm. uh, how can someone add well selfish for me but it's also for my guests i like for my guests like if they come and deliver value and people want to reach out to them i want those people to have something to give yes so How can someone add immediate value to you or your business?
1: So I would say if you, um, want to invest in Cincinnati, I can help you with that. Um, and secondly, if you want, you know, if you have a property and you want to us to manage it here, we can also talk about that. Um but I am most excited to see if anybody is interested in joining my 10 group uh, intimate. Let's start something together, like start a short-term rental together. I love to see if you guys get the same results. Like I really want to see how that that cohort,
0: that short-term rental cohort. Yeah. How can someone add long-term value to you or your business?
1: To be honest, like really, I think being a great host just helps everybody. Um, because I see there are so many people in neighbor like a lot of cities are starting to ban short term rentals or they're prohibiting short term rentals because of this one bad host or one out of state owner or somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing. And it doesn't mean they have they intended for it to happen. They just don't have the experience to know, like, okay, I should not let this guest stay. I should have done x y and z um you know an experienced host would say this and I, i'm not saying like everything is gonna you know nothing will fly through the cracks maybe once a year something goes through the cracks but there's just a lot of things where um that host can do to keep this reputation for short-term rentals you know like we don't want more cities to start banning them <laughs> because it's like then you're going to be out of business like you can't buy in those areas so i think that's really important like i really just would like hosts to be more conscious of what is happening and the impact of their actions on the community on regulations i think that's like a big thing that i'm realizing you know i never did short-term rentals thinking i was going to be in regulations and like talking to city officials and zoning and all this stuff, but that has that is part of it now.
0: Um all right, so you know real estate, we have a closing table in real estate. That means we're coming up to the end. So I have a closing table section on my podcast. Okay. Um closing closing table question is uh where let me see What are three other podcasts you would recommend to the audience?
1: Hmm. So I really like The Game by Alex Hormozzi. So if you're in like business, I think that's a great one. He gives like really great tips on just business stuff in general. Um, And then the second one I like is more of a personal preference thing is by James Wedmore, Mind Your Business. It's a lot more like mindset and different things that he has done in his business. So I always find that really helpful. Um, And then obviously the third one is yours, Jerome.
0: Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) it. What is one question you wish I had asked you and how would you have answered?
1: I, I feel like you asked me a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot more than I expected.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> a
1: lot more than I prepared for, uh, but I, I can't have of any.
0: Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, where can listeners find out more about you online? You got a website, social media?
1: Yeah. So I do post more on LinkedIn. So you can go to LinkedIn. And just search my name, Chong one um, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. And I will be posting more on there to share more of my experiences, where I got where I am, what I've learned, and kind of like the day-to-day behind the scenes, like what happened today. Um, but yeah, those would be the best places to reach out.
0: All right. I just connected with you on LinkedIn. I do. I'm trying to figure out. I'm delegating my social media this year. I'm tired of it. So um, I'm doing like all back end payday.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm starting to do more. So I'm actually wanting to do more social media this year because I haven't done it before in the past. And I'm just, that's another thing that I felt like I'm working on this year is just like me getting started into social media—I feel like getting started is like the hardest thing. Like, oh, I just don't know why it's just so hard to get started. Uh, but that is one thing I'm doing more of. Is like I want to get more. Out well, I tell you
0: what—it's—it's been—it's been like so. I, I'm not gonna say it's been—it's been like easy for me, or it's like one of my zones of genius. But I'm trying to switch things over. Mm. And um, one of the things that you can do, what I, I'll offer you this: um, we can take this podcast episode. And I can give you like the raw assets. And you can chop it up. Use it all over your social media the way. That so there is something for you.
1: Yeah, I'll um, try that.
0: Yeah. One of the one of the other things that I want to that I've been trying to, I've been working with like Norma trying to get, you know, I got like partners sometimes they don't, things don't work out the way that's out, but trying to start this uh, short term rental news network I'm trying to build a community and a group around it. So like, if you're like, you need help with social media and the tech stuff, I'm here as a resource for you. And we can like figure that out together. Like I'm really good with the tech, the social media. I'm really good with the marketing. I can take that on while you specialize and learn. We can just all come together and make, we also have uh, like, we've been recording episodes, me and Norma, and it's going to be called the short-term rental news network. We have the URL. We just, I just got the website up like today. So you're more okay. than welcome to be part of that and bring value. Also that's really good. We can help you build a course and all kinds of stuff. That stuff is easy for me, but I'm trying to, um, like, I'm trying to ascend do some more speaking, but I still have the experience. I still have teams, resources and stuff. Like
1: that. Yeah. That's definitely not my strength. Like this social media thing, like the tech part, I'm more of like a doer. Like I'm just going to go out and do it. But like the documenting and like, yeah, you know that kind of stuff. I'm just like, how do I create a reel?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> text reel. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So um, I got you know dwan right? Um, Wifer.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right, so I was I was a guest on her podcast, and I got this from her. So she always she has her guests. She's like. Give us one word, no explanation to close us out. So you, you, give us one word to close us out. No explanation.
1: Gratitude.
0: Gratitude. Thank you so much. UA. I appreciate you for being here. Thank you for your time today. This went fast. We did 52 yeah, minutes. Was this was- funny. this
1: was... I, It doesn't feel like, how long has it been?
0: Yeah, it now? doesn't. It doesn't. And, and people are like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And it's like, it's really not bad. It's not yeah. bad at
1: all. So. Well, I think yeah, it's better like you. talking to somebody. It's it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'm that's just, true. Like, talking to myself. I'm like, what am I gonna say? Like, I don't know what people wanna, you know, know. Like
0: Yeah, like, I can help you figure that out. I got a uh I got a business partner and man, he just talks now. Jesus Christ. So
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thank you like so much good. for
0: your time. I'm gonna close it down and then I'll talk to you.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, that sounds room. good.
0: All right. All right, so let me